0: may not be that smart, and they may not be that
1: pretty, but they like to talk about Cardiff City, it's the view from the ninny, and with views from the ninny, and not shoes from the ninny, and the view
2: from the ninny,
1: on.
2: Right, nearly half time pal, your turn to get the ground round in, off you go.
1: No, you get this one in mate, because I've got the beers sorted for later.
2: What do you mean you've got the beers sorted for later? I got the last one, you know that's not how the ground round works.
1: Listen here bud. How does the offer of free beer sound?
2: What do you mean free beer? No such thing, mate. Just go and get them in, man.
1: Serious now? All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN and cover just £5.95 for the postage and you'll get your first case of eight globally sourced, fresh as can be craft beers delivered right to your doorstep. What I mean is I've already got hours waiting for us after this and we'll need them after watching this shambles. What's the catch here now? Who are these people? Beer 52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, they send a case of craft beer from a different part of the world. Recent cases have included beer from the Alps, New Zealand, the USA, Ireland, Korea, and Germany. Bloody hell, that's not bad, is it? Yep, and if you do change your mind, you can pause or cancel your account at any time you like. Cracking, so how do I get it again? All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN. To get your first case of eight beers for just five ninety five, that's www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN. Sound? Pie with a pint, then?
0: You know I never say no to a pie.
2: But I don't want to do that. I do now. I've become that person I feared.
0: Mate, I've, I, I, <laughs> I, had a th- I had a think about this and sort of speaking with fee or when I say speaking with fee, speaking at fee At about fear, it, yeah. yeah. Saying the club can you can keep Mick McCarthy in a job if the club are working in the background to sort of pull it on It's sort of the manager tends to be short term anyway. Yeah. So I mean, as, long as, as long as there's a long term strategy within the club, it wouldn't be the end of the world.
1: But there is going to be no long term strategy.
0: <laughs> 100 percent. Yeah, that's putting too much faith in the Cardiff City board. But I because the they just don't need to do a long term strategy if Mick
1: McCarthy's successful.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's my view now. <laughs> Fuck long term strategy. <laughs>
1: Pink lemonade, I'm drinking, boys.
2: Oh, delicious. oh, well, the Mr. Blobby pink lemonade, like you get pink no. and mix. No, just um, say no zone. Uh, I thought it was going to be some sort of like Dolston, do like the posh kind of oh, no. Fentimans or something. Oh, Fentimans, Dandelion and Burdock is proper nice, though. Any
0: Dandelion and Burdock's good, though.
2: Yeah, I've seen as oh, yeah, I like Dandelion and Burdock. Oh, you're a fucking wrong one. The cheap one you oh, see, you nice. the,
0: pop- the one you get off the Popman man is the best in the glass bottles you used to get as a kid. You've got, got to that.
2: have it when you have fish and chips. Because <laughs> they, they always sell it in the chip shop for no reason.
1: I know, I'm not into it. Not into it. All right, fine. <laughs> this feels like Sochi Distance Sports Bar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, should we leave it in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. leave it
1: in? Um, right, intro. Three, two, one. Welcome to the most positive view from the Ninian of the season so far. This is a no-negativity zone. Uh, Cardiff beat Preston 4-0. After winning 2 0 in the week, that's six goals in two games with two clean sheets. Harry Wilson's back, so's Kiefer Moore, so's Josh Murphy, so's Aidan Flint, so's Marlon Pack, so's Dylan Phillips. They're all back, lads. We're going up. We're going up. Joining me as always to discuss the weekend's football so far is Ben Price. Ben, are we going up? Yeah. Cool. Tom, Tom Phillips is here as well. Are we going up? I think we're already up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Right. Before we talk about Preston today, in which we won 4 0, that's 4 0. Um, let's look back to midweek where we beat Luton Ben. Um,
0: what a shit first half that was. Pretty poor, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. enjoyable at all. It was a bit of a step back to sort of it felt very quick. I was like, oh no, the honeymoon's over here, lads. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not we're not going up. But then it changed and we're going up. So happy days.
1: We're going up. So yeah, no negativity zone, as I just said. Um Tom, you watched the game on Tuesday. I mean, we, we talked about the first half not being particularly good. Uh, the second half, though, showed that we're a professional football side. We were solid. We we suffocated the game, and two good, two quick goals in quick succession saw us come through with three points.
2: The first half of the first half was okay. Was what followed half half. was was all right, fine. do <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, the No. Anyway, yeah, second half, yeah, we, we we just got the job done, didn't we? It wasn't pretty at all, but we just took our chances. We we've just gone back to that. Little possession, direct football, and it's working an absolute treat. Because like winning away at Luton is just, it's just a good result, isn't it? <laughs> like it doesn't matter yeah. if fans there or not. It's, it's a tricky place to go midweek and professional performance. Set off, like you said, they're don't, one of
1: those teams, aren't they, Luton? They, <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised if they managed to beat us two or three nil. But you should, you don't worry about
2: them really beforehand. They're the classic teams like Luton. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're honoured by the championship. You've got to go yeah. to teams like Luton and get a result if you want to be up the table. They've become that club, haven't they? But yeah, that, yeah,
1: happy days. Then we, we we saw a lovely goal from Big Harry Wilson. Um, I mean, Aiden Flint celebrated with him by jumping into Harry Wilson's arms, which was quite a sight to behold. Um, he, he kind he of went loo-
0: go on. He went testicles into his face more than his, into his arms, didn't he? Really?
1: Yeah. Which I I don't know if I'd enjoy or not. To be honest with you. Um, they're going to be it, sweaty no. at that point, aren't they? Yeah, they are going to be sweaty. Um, I probably wouldn't enjoy that. No. Um, he kind of alluded after the game about being dropped by McCarthy and feeling like he had a point to prove. Um, obviously it was a, a wonderful goal. That touch out of his feet to bend it into the bottom corner was, you know, prime Harry Wilson really. Um, but do we need to see more from him, or is he performing as we'd expect?
0: He's not the kind of guy that's going to run ragged for ninety minutes and sort of control the game for the whole ninety. He's one of those sort of players that will fade in and out for 15, 20 minutes at a time. He'll be really involved and sort of vanish for a bit, then come back in. Admittedly, those 15 minutes intervals before weren't regular enough. They're 15 minutes every two or three games, but it seems to be two or three, 15 minutes a half, well, two minutes, two, 15 minutes a game. He's sort of really involved and really full on with it now. Um, he's, he's playing a lot like what I'd expect him to play, like. When he came, he's not disappointing me. Now we're getting the best out of him.
2: Tom, do you agree? Yeah, I do actually. I think when you've got the team working as hard as they are at the moment, you know they're putting putting some graft in. You can afford to have that type of player in your team, and um, and yeah, he's turning it on a bit more than he was a few games ago. He was still creating assists and stuff back then and creating chances, but he scored that goal and then he he followed up with another worldy strike. Didn't he? And nearly scored again. And, you know, he, he just does switch it on for those small periods. And he, to be fair to him, he does put a bit of a shift in. He puts some tackles in. He's an absolute pain in the ass for the opposition. And, yeah, like Ben said, I think we are getting the best out of him. And I think we'll see a few more assistant goals over the next few weeks, hopefully.
1: Um, The only re- are, way I can see him improving, really, is he, if he starts shaving. I think he's still so baby-faced. I think he just needs to start growing more facial hair. It's just um, a
0: very, very baby faced squad, though, isn't it? You look him him, and Perry NG and are going to get ideas yeah, yeah. For about 75,
1: aren't they? Yeah, they're both young looking boys. Even Will Volks looks young. Um, there's, there's that photo of them celebrating from today's game. He looks about 12 years old as he's running in to celebrate with
0: people. I thought it was the under 18 celebrating after they scored against Swansea.
1: Yeah, well, another, another good, good win for the under 18s there. Um, coming back to the Luton game, um, obviously it was another clean sheet, Tom. Uh, Phillips has, has come in and, and I don't know if he's improved that back four but he hasn't let it be any unsettled considering you know he's coming for Smithies Flint's back playing well That the, the back three are performing Perry NG's performing it's, how important is that defensive base it was something we always built on under Warnock we were solid at the back and that, that was the foundation for everything under Harris that seemed to go away but it's back now right and
2: how important is that to you oh it's huge because you, you look at earlier in the season scoring goals weren't It ma- wasn't a massive issue. We did, like, dispatch a few teams, like, four goals past them. It's just we looked very rugby in other games. And, like, players like Curtis Nelson, who were so strong that season before, just looked like they were completely shot of confidence. And having three in the middle, you can afford to have the odd mistake for the centre-backs then because you know you've got another two to back it up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the communication looks good between the keeper and the centre-backs. Perry G has been a breath of fresh air since he's come in the door. He- he's been absolutely fantastic, to be fair to him. And yeah, we just look so resilient. Um, the one thing was, we were never really conceding many goals and set pieces. We were scoring quite a few as well. So you add another absolute gargantuan centre back in there, and it's only going to get stronger. So, you know, it, it's just playing to our strengths.
1: Who's got the best hair out of Aiden Flint and Sean Morrison, Ben?
0: Morrison. I, I don't like Flint. It's something a bit. Don't know. I'm not. <laughs> it's something a bit what? Go on. I've, I haven't I, I felt like I knew what you were going to say there, but
1: you.
2: Um, it feels like someone who would be storming the capital, do you know what I mean, in Washington. You can imagine him with a Confederate flag draped around him. Yeah, it's like a bit that. greasy. It's a bit greasy.
0: I can't say anything. I am sat here not having a shower today, and my hair is horrifically greasy, but mine doesn't always look like that. His, every time he stepped onto that pitch, he looks like like your old school wrestling sort of bad guy, the wrestling heel. He's gone out with a bit of hair, like water put in his hair before he came out to make him look tougher.
1: To be fair, I don't think any of us are performing particularly well in the hair stakes on this call at the moment. Uh, ben, oh, yours looks off, like
0: a mid two a mid two thousands emo
1: haircut. Um, Tom's yours yours actually looks pretty good. It's just there's a lot yeah. of it, which is not which is not not normally your style. And I just need a cut of mine because it's, it's tickling my neck.
2: Yeah, if I'd, I have had my haircut since September the thirtieth, because I had one booked oh, in and hell. then like and then lockdown hit, and then my my booking got cancelled, and I've got the same hairstyle as I had in like year ten. <laughs> and to be honest with you I'm one haircut away like I've said before from never having one again where I've just been bald for the rest of my life so I'm enjoying it while I can
1: yeah it looks like you've got a lot of hair there it looks well Volks-esque in, in I'll terms take that I'll take like,
2: that um,
1: to, to Preston now um, who did I ask the last question to it was Ben wasn't it I'll come to you Tom on this one um We started strongly. A penalty after 57 seconds, going one nil up. We started strongly in the second half. Earlier in the season, we seemed to start every every game by conceding after two minutes. How good is it that the shoe is now on the other foot? That's oh, fantastic, isn't
2: it? It's those things. Those little things we weren't doing well earlier in the season are just falling into place now. I like was saying, like defensively, we look more resilient. We're now starting games strongly, and you know, you score early. And- <laughs> It's, it's up to Preston to break you down and teams aren't breaking us down at the moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so good to like, I because I missed the beginning of the game as well because I completely lost track of time and you have the notification through on your phone saying we're already one nil up. Yeah. <laughs> You're not used to that. we normally one nil down. So, yeah, brilliant. And it was, a, it was a great penalty by Moore, wasn't it,
1: Ben? Um, at, at that point, I, I think I said to someone, I think I said it in our group chat, that's game over. Um, it, we're at that stage of things, aren't we? Where we go ahead. It doesn't look like we're going to come back. We, we're going to concede and, and lose, does it?
0: Yeah, it's going to take a very the way we're playing it's going to take a very very good team to come from behind and score and sort of win a game against us we've just looked so strong so composed it's going to take a lot to break us down once to be honest never mind two or three times to sort of get a win um yeah we're going to be an absolute no team's going to want to fall behind against us early on because that back three at the moment is some serious form there and it's um yeah it's refreshing and enjoyable
1: um, Moore got his 14th goal with a great penalty Murphy scored another goal with another great finish you know Pack looked like he was brimming with confidence Ben is that a, a damning indictment of Harris's tenure we had Murphy talking about having a smile back on his face and playing you could see the way the players are celebrating enjoying the goals does it show that Harris had just sucked the confidence out of this team
0: I think it's more losing does that doesn't it these seem like a team that we've seen in the past with a lot of this team under Warnock when it was going well they fly and like the buzz is there, the confidence is there. But yeah, it takes a couple of couple of bad defeats, and they don't seem like you, like some like Murphy for instance seems like a very fragile character. A couple of bad losses or a couple of losses or performances where he doesn't hit the heights. I don't think it matters who the manager would be; he's going to take, do a bit of a dip. It's just yeah, winning breeds confidence, and that's always a nice thing to do. You call him a snowflake? No, because I hate that term. Yeah, Tom uses that term all the time um, all the time he's always calling people
1: snowflakes um we, we, <laughs> under 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 mick tom we've seen the resurgence of flint pack murphy players who under harris you know there was there were moments where 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 marlon pack's brother was taken to twitter to criticize neil harris's treatment of marlon pack does does that suggest that that harris was treating players differently that there was some unfair treatment behind the scenes and and that was causing some problems within the squad
2: I think it's a bit rich coming from you about unfair treatment behind the scenes of Marlon Park to be honest with you but I'll answer the question anyway but yeah I think I've
1: got that on the, the next point <laughs> on the agenda is about that
2: <laughs> yeah I think you can I you, I just can't imagine Harris having that kind of character G a team up with that double team of like Mick McCarthy and like Connor just kind of you you can see they work off each other you know Terry Cabon, mm-hmm. like go hold of Murphy after the game and was celebrating with him. And they just know how to man-manage players. And it, it's showing at the moment. People are playing with smiles on their faces. We're playing to their strengths. We're saying the right things. Like, like McCarthy said about having his armor on certain players and like avoiding the bullshit. And it, it it's showing on the pitch, isn't it? And he he just really knows how to get the best out of these players, which is mad really considering how little time he spent at the club.
1: This shows how how good of a man-manager he is and how taking it back to basics, right, has an impact. I think, you know, we talked about the direct football. We talked about less possession, less passes. But the football we're playing is now effective. And I think it's just stripping things back, isn't it? We, we strip back football to its most basic form, get the ball forward and get it in the net. Under yeah. Harris, I think we were trying to do too much.
0: I also, I also think when you're saying about the lack of bullshit, that's really important. yeah. You- To everything, like any player coming up in a few weeks, uh, coming up next week. Um, the more bullshit a manager speaks, the less you believe in them. You prefer it if you're being dropped or if you're not being played, like he did with Murphy. Didn't play Murphy the first three games. He sat Murphy down, and explained exactly why Murphy wasn't playing those games, and Murphy knew what to work on. And lo and behold, it's worked. There's no, oh, I'm saving you for this. I'm saving you for that. It's you're not doing this. It's not good enough. Work on it. And if you work on it, you get your chance. And that's yeah. going to be brilliant for any player.
2: And I think you- with Harris as well. Sorry, like um, that bullshit happened in press conferences as well, didn't it? Yeah. We we were sat there after the game, scratching our head, thinking, "Has he watched the same game as us?" And I know sometimes he was trying to protect players and stuff. But they know when they've played badly; they don't need protecting. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get it from Mick McCarthy <laughs> if something a shit. He's telling you it's shit. And I think I think you can see the players like appreciate that honesty coming from him.
1: Yeah. Well, th- what what I was going to say was was we, we saw Mick, McCar- uh, Mick McCarthy, Mick McCarthy, Mick Harris nick harris neil (laughs) harris in the press conferences and what he would say was he would he would he would never really answer the questions he would ask his own questions and answer those and he would bring things up like oh we've all looked at the stats and our stats are really good blah 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 that doesn't really give you confidence that behind the scenes he's having direct conversations with people does it because like you say you can't imagine him sitting down to murphy and going that was bad that was bad that was good work on that you can almost imagine him going, well You did 12 12 kilometres in that game, so that's really good. And kind of talking around the subject a little bit. Um, Let's leave Harris in the past because he's gone and we don't like him. And let's talk about Dylan Phillips again, Ben. Um, Two penalty saves today. Uh, We had the debate earlier about the soft penalties. Were they soft penalties or were they penalties?
0: They were soft penalties, but I think if they were going against us, we'd want them given, especially after we took the first one. The one against Morrison was just the soft Oh, yeah. I,
1: sorry. Yeah. All three penalties were soft. I should have said, really. Yeah. I didn't even
0: make that point. They are soft, but if it was against us and we were in the stadium, the canton would still be grumbling about it now if they weren't given. I think,
1: I don't, I think Wilson's is probably a penalty. I don't think the Flint was. I think Flint got the ball. I um, think the other in, way around. Really? I, I thought, I thought Wilson's was very, was. You can kind of see that he's he's probably let into a bit too much, and he's
2: caught in probably a little bit too late. And I think Flint's got the ball. Flint may have the ball actually. I, I, I tried to watch it a couple of times, but what it is is rash. It it is rash like it's rash, but he has to go for it though. He has to go because, for it, because he's an on goal if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I've
0: yeah, yeah, Probably been a bit harsh there. Yeah. Wilson's was apparently just it was so fucking stupid. The balls there was there was no need to put that shoulder in like that. You just see him out. You don't have to go shoulder to shoulder with him. You've got him for pace. All he had to do was sort of see him out and either give away a corner or to try and work it for a goal kick. There was no need to sort of jump into him, and clatter him over.
2: Uh, change of mind, so
1: So what's the agreement then? Morrison's probably was a penalty. I feel like there was a kick in there. Flint's not a penalty. Wilson was a penalty. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, all agreed? Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. I'll feed. Yeah, I'll feed. I'll feed that back well, to the rest of the association. Positive. Sure positive Pardon
2: today. We'll all, we'll all agree. We'll all agree.
1: Lovely. We're all having a lovely time. Um. But Ben, the the penalty save from Dylan Phillips. I mean. Firstly, Paul Gallagher's runner What a load of shite. Um, <laughs> turn away from the ball and run at it really quickly. Get rid. And then was, how nice does it seem to see Ched lose Evans, miss a penalty?
0: Yeah, he's, he's missed the target a few times just with his whole life really, isn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just... If there's one player you don't want to score and you don't want to see well, it's someone like him. Mm-hmm. He's not a nice bloke. But he got allegedly found not guilty.
1: Well, no, he he, he got he found not guilty. Yeah, he yeah.
0: got found <laughs> no, not guilty he to take a tie sorry, around. Yeah, what, like it this was, time. it <laughs> was it wasn't it wasn't innocent, it was not guilty. He's still a dodgy prick and not a nice man. So to see someone miss apparently when he sort of looked very confident with the walk up, I think his run up annoyed me more because he sort of felt like, oh, I'm definitely scoring this. I, I don't, don't mind like the whole I good. don't mind the whole look down and just twat the ball sort of thing. No, but, but it was just the fact he turned back the, on the ball. Yeah, but it's less annoying those little fucking tiny little baby steps or like that little hop, skip, and a jump that Fernandez does. Heads go for that though. The, the Fernandez one's clever though because it makes yeah, it but you a like move. cunts with their
2: socks around their fucking toes. Oh, so do I though. I think it's a good <laughs> yeah, look. Exactly. It's not a good look. Ah, oh, you're wrong, Ben Price. The positive pod. Positive, look positive look, pod. You, know. yeah, you, you kill the pod, man. both <laughs> fuck, fuck <laughs> of you? Right. right I has it. fantastic calves, but
1: I've muted you now, Ben Price. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's the first piece I, of the of that I've seen
1: you're, you're going to have to unmute yourself I'm really sorry I can't unmute there you go you're unmuted um, I'm going to get back to the positivity um, what happened a free really, speech yeah? what happened to free speech it's um, private I own this pod <laughs> I, I set the parameters of free speech private company not a private company not even a company um, there's a really interesting stat Tom about Dylan Phillips in his senior career Dylan Phillips has faced 13 penalties and has saved 11 of these uh, one of them being Junior Hoylett's penalty at the Valley last year. Um, I Over over kind of November, December time, I, I met a Charlton fan and he was like, yeah, he's one of the best penalty savers he's ever seen. Um, just how good has he been? And, you know, we've got Alex Smithies now on the bench. We've got two brilliant keepers.
2: Do you see Smithies coming back at any point? You can't drop Phillips now, can you? No, you can't drop him at the moment. That That penalty record is insane. If I is it true, was it 11 penalties? 11, 11 out of 13 penalties, yeah. That's bonkers, that's absolutely, like we like Etheridge was known for being a bit of a penalty saver as well, we've been quite lucky with those, but yeah. like, yeah, you can't really bring some of these back in at the moment, because there was that kind of period in the season where they looked like the communication had gone a little bit between him and the centre-backs, it looked a little bit ropey, only for a little bit, but Phillips hasn't put a foot wrong at the moment, and i tell you what, like, apart from those seasons where we couldn't find a keeper to play more than five games, we've been blessed of having two solid keepers in the squad, haven't we? For when we had Marshall and Heaton, that's the classic one. And You
1: even go back to Alexander and Marketson. The early 2000s, we had Neil Alexander and Marketson and we had Neil Alexander David Ford, um, who obviously went on to have a really good career at Millwall. Then Heaton, was it Heaton and Heaton and Marshall? Um, Who do we have in the Premier League year as backup? The red Premier League. Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, who's still, he's still got good, putting in good shift at um, Aberdeen. And then, obviously, the last couple of years, we've had Smithies and, and Etheridge. Um, yeah, well, we're quite good at picking keepers, aren't we?
2: Yeah, we've lacked strikers, haven't we, at times. But, but keepers, we've always been pretty solid with. But, yeah, go back to it. You just can't drop Phillips in the moment, can you? You, you can't keep no. two clean sheets on the bounce, save two penalties in the space of two minutes, and then drop to the bench. You've got to keep him there. He's, he's, he's showing some unbelievable kind of bottle at the moment and he is showing some of the inform so leave
0: yeah him there. Um, must be, you know you've gone he went what a season in the premier league without getting a look in yeah finally gets a look in last season does amazingly well so well that he forces the number one to leave the club and the club brings someone else in he then randomly gets ill in one game and has lost his place again yeah, shit. <laughs> such that? it shows how tough it is being a goalkeeper
1: yeah, but I mean, the, going back to the Premier League here, Smithies played at Gillingham away, and he was fucking garbage. Oh, do uh, yeah. again. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It wasn't just him, but the goal. He should. Ne- he wouldn't concede that goal today. I think it was probably because he wasn't playing. Probably because he, he came played, into teams. It. He had played in a long time, but it was a terrible goal. Um, just some interesting, before we get on to the next one, some interesting comments about Mick McCarthy um, saying about Josh Murphy after the game. I felt he needed a bit of loving, to be quite honest. Put my arm around him to start with, 12 million pound player. You don't become that and then something that's a bit part player and can't play. Um, talked about him, sitting him down and telling him what was wrong. And he said, he's bought into every single thing that me and TC have asked of him and tried to help him with. And I'm glad he's reaping the rewards. He's a lovely kid. Isn't that nice? Positive pod. Positive pod. Um, so I'm coming to you on this one Pack scored Flint solid as fuck do I have an apology to make
2: uh, yeah I want an ode to Marlon written on the review <laughs> from the Ninian website within the next week please <laughs> alright ode oh, to Marlon I can do that um,
1: I mean he was a, not not looks like a different player but he just looks like a player with confidence again doesn't he there were times today where he was pressing their defenders times where he was helping out in defence and he obviously got his goal as well breaking the lines into the box um, that's something that wouldn't have happened three months ago under Harris would it
2: no. Tom and he, we're playing to <laughs> we're, we're playing to a sense we're, we're allowing him to like uh, like spread those passes and stuff we've got the players playing around him who get in the positions to receive those passes the likes of Murphy Ojo Wilson Moore who's just I like, just can't get enough watching him he's unbelievable at the moment and and Pac's clearly enjoying playing and he's got his mate Flint D behind him as well so they can yeah. have a chat when they want as well probably it's, driving it's, it's into games together
1: because they're both living in Bristol
2: yeah exactly so no, he's 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 on a, he's in a rich vein of form at the moment, and like Volks is playing well alongside him as well, which gives him that little bit extra freedom as well. So you know, it, it, the the pieces of the jigsaw coming together at the right time now, and they they like everyone's up their game recently, and we're benefiting from it.
1: And if you were, um, you were the third player in the the pack, Flint trio. Um, you both you live in Bristol as well. You're driving over to games and training together. Who would you want to be the driver out of those two? Pack or Flint? Oh, pack. You think
0: pack? he get you there safely, on time, and just in style as well. I think okay. Flint would sort of be, Flint's sort of a guy that's either going slow in the outside lane, or he's up everyone's asses and pushing them across.
2: Fair Basically, Tom, with
0: that? I think he drives like an Audi driver.
2: <laughs> I just don't trust Flint to the music. Um, I just don't think he should be in any of the radio. So as long as if I was the third person and then I was in charge of the music, I think I'd be happy with Marlon driving. I, I agree. I think he'd be a safer dri- driver, a classy driver. I don't think he'd go over seventy very often. Um Flint would be erratic. I think it'd be fun. I think you'd have the odd trip where you don't know where he's going. Is he going to put into the services? Is he stopping in me for for a McDonald's? You don't know. Be, but yeah, yeah, hey Marlon. We we'll go Marlon. We we'll go Marlon.
0: You got to think as well. You get to that stadium, the player spaces—they're quite narrow.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: And Marlon packs parking is going to be on point isn't it.
2: What's he driving? Do you reckon?
1: It's a good question. I reckon he's got Merck. I reckon he's a Merck driver. Yeah. Let's I look on his Instagram, and see if I can find anything.
2: I could just imagine him in like a Picasso, like just a proper family car. Zara Picasso. Yeah. Just, 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 no, just safety he's, first. Do you know? He's,
1: He's quite a flashy, flashy guy. He wears a lot of Yeezys. He's got a good trainer collection. Um, Wouldn't know a Yeezy if it hit me in the face. Um, I can make that happen if you want, mate. I can bring a Yeezy <laughs> and smash it around your chops if you want me to. I've got four pairs. Um, Marlon's got more than me, I think. Um, ben, at the end of the game, we saw Kiefer Moore finally get a bit of a rest and he was replaced by Sparky Marky Harris, um, who actually came on and scored with his first touch. Um does it feel important that we've got players who can come off the bench and score? Obviously, we've talked about the, the, the players who are coming back from injury. Rawls, Williams is back on the bench today. We've got Brown to come back in. You know, there's a few players that have kind of disappeared at the moment. But Harris started well, disappeared somewhat. So is it good to see him get back on the score sheet and, and know that there's some cover at least for for Kiefer?
0: Yeah, because I think that was the one area that you spoke to a lot of fans they were concerned with is we're either going to burn Kiefer out and it's going to come crashing down around us and we're going to lose him for nine months or he's just going to get burned out and just, we're going to fade away. Mm-hmm. And he's just going to dry up um, just because he's knackered. Like, it's not just, it's Wales and Cardiff he's leading the line for and playing most matches. It's not like he gets a rest when it comes to international weekend like most of our players. So yeah, to have someone like Mark Harris come in, one who's a youngster going to lift it anyway and it feels nice to see a youngster score, but also have some cover for Kiefer and you know that there's goals there, we don't have to worry. And even have an option because look, there's going to come a time I don't know when at the moment, the way he's playing, but Kiefer's not going to score, and we're going to need to look for an alternative option.
2: Don't say that, please. No, yeah, sh- it doesn't have sh- to be do that, does it? I don't know when it's going to happen. Don't make me mute Talk you on again, ben, mate. Positive
1: <laughs> pod. Positive pod. Um, Tom, on, on Ben's points there, a uh, quick existential question Is it better to burn out than to fade away?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. That's what I was checking.
1: That's what I was, what I was checking. Um, <laughs> I was waiting
2: for a Mark Harris question. I was prepped. I was ready right. to go. Say what you then, want about Mark Harris. Say something, say something
1: nice about Mark Harris. Lovely boy, isn't
2: he? It was nice to see how everyone celebrated with him when he scored. It seems like he's a genuinely loved member of the squad. And the, everything you hear about him is he works hard. You know, he's committed in training. He's looked good in training, apparently, as well, Mac said in the commentary. So, you know, it's good for him to get on. And it was a clever little run because... The centre back and keeper for Preston had a nightmare day. Anyway, game they, they were all over the shop, and he anticipated that and took it around the keeper, who looked like he'd given up. And put yeah. him back. So well, well done, Mark.
1: The, the Marlon Pat goal was kind of indicative of how given up the Preston, how given up. Yeah. I think that's the right <laughs> word. How, like the keeper and his defenders, just kind of something happened. They both just kind of shrugged their shoulders and went, "Oh well, that's that uh, then. again." <laughs> yeah, again. Whoopsie. Um, so yeah Preston uh, good I think I liked it I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 yeah you agree yeah 8 out of 10 Ben I
0: eight point five. 8.5 8.5 it
2: would have been away, a 9
0: then. it would have been a 9 if someone like when Harris celebrated he sort of gestured to the crowd if one of the City players had run and jumped into the crowd and pretended to celebrate like, like it was class. a fan in the can yeah that would have been that would have made it a 9 mm-hmm. solid 9
1: I tell you what, I've enjoyed some of their sever- celebrations recently, grabbing each other in the um, in the packages and all that kind of stuff. It's really <laughs> good to see in the groin area. Um, I think there's that one photo where Sean Morrison has really got a grip of Marlon Pack's um, pack. tangerine and twig. Um, so, pack. yeah, pack. Marlon Pack's pack. Very good, mate. Marlon Pack's Snack lunchbox. Pack. <laughs> Marlon Pack's snackable Snack lunchbox. merrily <laughs> um moving on to the twitter questions now uh i'll come to you first ben from bluebirds past can you believe what's happening no no Um, Um, i don't even know if he's talking about cardiff city actually here um there there could be a lot of things going on
0: that the world's a fucking mess like everything's going wrong like the world's still burning let's not pretend otherwise but we are up to seventh. so you know it's not all bad is it so i can't believe what's happening i can't believe it's not butter all of that
1: but the thing is, I can't believe it's not butter. It doesn't taste like butter. It's nice, so
0: nice.
1: I don't like it. I hate it. It's
2: better than that Bitali shit.
1: No, Bertali's crap. Don't get me started. On Bitali, here, like I'm having, heck, I'm having, so I'm having Lurpak, or I'm going to Aldi and I'm getting Norpak. That's Norpac. the only two options I've got. A boot. Yeah, lightly salted Norpak, please. Drive. No, can't believe, believe it's not butter. Positive pod positive pod. Um, Tom for you
2: Ollie James bit of a stretch for this question let's say Mick gets us up would you renew his deal at Cardiff City yeah I've become that fickle fan I thought I would and as soon as we started winning games long term strategy goes out the fucking window <laughs> I like us winning games keep Mick please thank you very much
1: long term planning is overrated I prefer to keep yeah, it on the
2: fight that's not why we're in football is it who needs an
1: infrastructure? Yeah, fucking <laughs> infrastructure. <that> immediate gratification. <laughs> um, ben, Miles Davis, loved his music. Which Premier League away day are you most looking forward to next season? Seriously though, how good are we right now? Murphy looks like a different man. Moore can't seem to miss and the subs coming on and making the an impact. Phillips looked superb. Long may it continue. So first question, what away day are you looking forward to next year?
0: I want to go to the Emirates. I didn't, I've had, both times we been in the Premier League and like played in the FA Cup I've never managed to go. So, I'd quite like to go there. But any to be honest, any that the fans are fucking allowed in, just anyway. I'll even go to Wolves. Jeez, I quite like Wolves in a way. I man. like
2: Wolves. But I don't like the pre-game stuff where you have to drink in a Premier Inn. <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying because they don't even any pubs and you have uh, to, to sit in, in but... like the foyer of a Premier Inn. It's
0: the last joy. yeah, well, the last one I went to, we couldn't get into any pubs. So we ended up going to the Sainsbury's around the corner. Like from the stadium and just <laughs> brandishing in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> thing is I know I know some Wolves fans so hopefully if, if we do get to the Premier League and we get to go to Wolves again I'll I'll go drink with them in Wolves pubs and get beaten up
2: Oh well I used to do that because we used to go from Carmarthen and there's a weird amount of Wolves Oh yeah fans you saying about that we, we used Wolves to share the minibus, but they won't let us in their pubs anymore bastard so fuck um
1: is the Emirates good though because we went Oh last year the, the Premier League game the second season was a bit weird because it was right in the aftermath of the Salah stuff so it was a very um it wasn't a very nice atmosphere was it it just felt very somber um but in the FA Cup was good uh, you had to walk across Finsbury
2: Park I think it was to get
1: to the ground and I went to I went to Highbury during the FA Cup as well that was good too Tony Coqueella yeah. played remember him
2: it's uh, my nearest ground from where I live now Emirates so Is I I walk, I walk past it today but last time we went there there was twice as many people in our row than there was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, I have, no, I have and, no no idea why. <laughs> and Stuart O'Keefe was stood in front of us. And Stuart O'Keefe was stood in front of us. And someone called me a dickhead for wearing an NFL hat, which I completely back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was
1: about fi- there was about fifteen of us in seven seats. Or, yeah, like it was in the row. Someone was stood behind me in the row. That <laughs> oh, <it> was awful. <laughs> it was dreadful. It was dreadful. Um, and but but Ben, the second question, there, seriously, how good are we right now? Um, are we that good, or are we just very
0: effective? I think we're really good. I really do. Do you think many teams want to play us? Um, no. No, I but don't. I don't I, aren't we? There's not many teams in the Championship that will want to come and play us the form we're on at the moment. What? I'm well aware it's going to blow up and this is going to get cut and someone's going to fucking play this back to me in a couple of weeks. No
1: one cares about us that much, Ben. <laughs> don't be <silly. laughs> you don't, you don't your own us. How, us.
0: You no, you yeah. don't realise how petty my friends are
1: that's true actually yeah your friends are quite
0: petty <laughs> they made a facebook yeah. account called me brian prince let's not forget yeah they did they did
1: alright we to call you brian pinch for the rest of the pod pinch. um prince yeah sorry um i had a migraine earlier i'm all over the place um tom simon hiscox asks a stato 1927 one of the original founding fans of the first podcast watch your mic Ben brian um how much of the defensive solidity is due to perry ng coming in he's been brilliant IMO that stands for in my opinion um and is this the same and Flint we sent out to Sheffield Wednesday he's
2: like a different player um Perry NG what a boy he's solid isn't he
1: yeah lovely gets forward
2: yeah gets forward does does the stuff at the back he's meant to do as well yeah yeah it seems slightly unhinged which I like <laughs> um yeah and um the Crew fan I was on about before was on about how their season's gone to absolute pot since he's left as well. <laughs> uh, but he's happy he's playing well at Cardiff, which is good to know. Um they, This weird because their fans genuinely seem happy to see him playing well, as if he yeah. hasn't left for nothing. Like he's playing regularly for us and he's playing unbelievably. I, I, what the, I tweeted something about the game in the week where... Um,
1: well, um so- Sorry, there was a bit of lag then. I let that out. I tweeted something in the week about Perry NG scooping passes like Lionel Messi and a bunch of crew fans were retweeting it and liking it. So they clearly have that uh, love and affection for the man. He's um, and the same Aidan Flint we sent to Sheffield Wednesday. He's like a different player. Um, is he like a different player or is it just playing to his strengths? Like we've, we've said about Pac, Volks, we've talked about other players. We've just got him in the
2: right system now, haven't we? Yeah, we can protect him with two other centre-backs either side of him. It's just what we need for that type of player. Do you know what I mean? He's... He's going to win balls in the air. He's going to score us goals at times as well. But he's going to... He assisted Harry on Wilson it. on Tuesday. Exactly. And like having Nelson and Morrison there, it, it gives him that back back into kind of go and win the tackle every now and again when he darts out of defence. It's just playing into his strengths. And that's what Mick McCarthy's done. Like we said before, he hasn't been afraid to shake it up a little bit with formations and tactics. And it's just, it's working the Flint's advantage at the moment. Is um, he going to
0: be go- the first right back that scores for us? Since I can't remember when the last right back had scored for us, Kev at Hereford, probably.
1: Mang or oh, manga was playing centre half at that point. Um mm. did Peltier score for us at all?
0: Nope. Brayford didn't. No. Connolly didn't, Peltz didn't.
1: Connolly Connolly scored a few in his first year. But he, was yeah, center, he was playing center, end, oh, no? center yeah,
0: yeah, he was playing centre back, and was. corners, yeah. Um
1: who scored did it, last season, did any of the right backs score last season? No, the only
0: one I mean, the only one I, I can think of is Kev at Hereford. That bastard. Lee Peltier played
1: 159 games for Cardiff and scored no goals. <laughs> Class. <laughs> That's
2: a pretty mad, job. isn't it? It's
1: not his job, man. No, it isn't his job. It isn't his job. I'm not. I, hey, I'm not complaining. It's uh, card, let's see. Let's see who got. Uh, I'm just trying to look through. Did Jazz Richards ever score for us? No. Greg oh, Cunningham didn't score for
0: us. Callum Patterson. He, like he, he can score while playing at right back, did he? he? He did. It.
1: He did. His first goal was when he was playing at right back. It was that weird slide tackle at Barnsley away, I think it was, where he went up. For no, a I don't think he was. I don't think he was playing right back end though. He, I think he was at the start, and then he became like an attacking midfielder, from what I remember. You can look it up now. So what we could
2: he- what we could say is not many right-backs score.
1: Not many right-backs score for Cardiff. Um, <laughs> while you look that up, Ben, I've got a question for you to th- think or- think about. Josh has asked, is Joe Bennett football's hardest pretty boy?
2: No. No. I
0: think he gets himself stuck in.
2: He gets stuck in, but I think if he kicked off,
0: I don't think he's at the front, is he?
2: Yeah, I, w- yeah, I wouldn't be hiding behind him. Let's put it that way. <laughs> He's quite smart But I did enjoy out. his shit. He, he's an underrated shit house. Yes, he winds people he up a tree oh, dance, He's yeah. really it's good it's at It's the, the teeth. Them up. Can you imagine those teeth being smiling at you, like the sarcastic smile. It wind me up. Was it Burnley um. away? Did he did he kiss Ashley Barnes or did Ashley Barnes kiss him?
0: Ashley Barnes kissed him because he squealed Ashley up. Ashley Barnes. Barnes,
2: Barnes yeah. Him.
1: That's That's funny. Funny. That was quite a funny moment. I remember that. I mean, that was a ridiculous game of football. Um <laughs> Phil has asked Phillips. Oh, says Phillips is a relevation, keep him starting or replace with Smithies. I think we've covered that already. I think we're we're all agreed that um Phillips needs to keep starting. Um Tom James Davis asks, was Harris that bad, or is McCarthy
2: just a god of football management? Uh, it can be both. Um <laughs> both are <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think Harris was unfortunate at times. Uh Ben Price is celebrating, so I think he yeah, was. Yeah, he's right pretty right? Um <laughs> but um I think, yeah, Harris, yeah, he, he was tactically inept, wasn't he? I think that's what we can see. And Mick <laughs> McCarthy is is a god of football management. What have you found out,
0: Ben? I, I got
2: confident and then I scrolled further down.
0: Um, on BBC's website, they back in that time, they had like the formation on the pitch. They used like, what those apps that you used to set it all out. So in goal, there's Neil Etheridge. Then you've got Manga, Morrison, Bamber and Bennett as the defenders. Uh I got really confident. I scored a little bit further down, and they've got Craig Bryson. This as playing as number ten, so I'm not <laughs> entirely sure how accurate that is.
1: <laughs>
0: um, let me see, Cannon Patterson. What was what was the game he scored his first goal in? Barnsley. It was Barnsley one nil win, and the formation he definitely played. Uh, it was when he was playing right mid, they pushed him further up the field. Yeah, we, and
1: maybe a, I feel like he was playing. He almost played like a wing back role, but then he did push further up um i'll give it to you ben i'll let you have that win i need something some tangent boys Fair play <laughs> <laughs> yeah because according to this yeah we've got yeah manga was playing right back and patterson was playing ahead of him yeah you got it mate well done well done um and the last question for you ben ccfc related what on earth has happened oh we, we've kind of asked this was harris really that in there? seems like tactically he was holding us back and didn't know how to man manage several characters i think that's obvious isn't it now i yes. mean yeah. his man management was bad do you think he was tactically holding us back or do you think he was trying to do too much? Because it it felt like he was always trying to... There was He was trying to advance the way we kept the ball. He was trying to advance our possession statistics, but it always meant that something else was then sacrificed.
0: I I, I do not think that Neil Harris is a bad football manager. You don't get us to the playoffs and get us on that run that we did the season before while being a bad manager. No, He's a good manager and he'll do well somewhere. It's just he made too many mistakes in the end, it sort of cost him. He's still a young manager. He's going to make mistakes. Um, yeah, he's not a bad manager at all, and he will come good, and he'll do well somewhere. And I hope he does, because he do, like we take the piss. We don't like him, but he does seem like an all right bloke, and we hope he does. I, I do I, hope he I, does well at anywhere, just not whether they're playing Cardiff.
1: I've never not liked him. It was just, it, it by the end, it just became toxic, right? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a nice in- environment for anyone. And he had to go for
2: that reason, really. He didn't persevere with his changes. He didn't back them. Like, he just didn't mm. give anything enough time. It was I just fact himself, people.
0: did he? He just felt yeah. too much pressure from those above that he felt, right, I've got to be in the top six by January. That's a stupid thing to say. You can say it privately to put that out in the public. Gives the fans something to moan about and sort of hold you against. You've then also got a board that's sort of not sure where they go and just saying they want to be more progressive without actually knowing how they're going to do it. He doesn't really know how to handle a board like that. He's not got the experience that McCarthy or um, Warnock has. I think the one thing you can clearly see is they're not going to get pushed around by Ken Chu or Mehmet Dahman or Vincent Tan. They're not going to take the shit. Can you imagine Mehmet Dahman trying to tell Mick McCarthy how to do anything when it comes to run the football team? He's going to sound the to fuck off straight away.
1: I'd quite like to see it. And I'd yeah, love to I, I want to watch that. I want to be in the, the fly on the wall when that
0: happens. <laughs> I just want to sit there. Uh,
1: looking ahead, because we have two games this week. Two games. Awoo-ga. Um, Tom, all of a sudden, we are on the cusps. Cusps? Cusp of the playoffs. And we've got Bournemouth, who are the team directly above us midweek. Then on Saturday, we've got Middlesbrough, the team directly below us. Are these next two games, you know, we've got... We're five wins in a row now under McCarthy. We're seven, eight games unbeaten under McCarthy. I can't remember the exact figures. Feels like the next few games are kind of season-defining, in setting the tone for where we want to be in the going into the, the business end of the season.
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's huge because our run over the next month or so, to be honest, it's all it's all the big teams around us: Barb Norwich. I think, mm-hmm. like it's just huge. Like the the run we've gone on is spectacular. What we've just done, but you look at the teams we've played. There's not many big hitters in it. And this is where it's really going to test us now. Bournemouth midweek and then Borough. Borough, who still play exactly like we expect them to as well under Warnock with 36% possession today and beating in 2-0. But like <laughs> Red are on a bit of a wobble as well. They've lost three in a row. It, it, it's all it's all over the place above us at the moment. Brentford are in some sort of doldrum at the moment. Three losses in a row. Yeah, that our near neighbours got thumped 4-1 today as well. And, yep. and, you know, if we can pick up, if we, I think, avoid losing midweek would be huge. And then getting a result against Borough, we are well in the mix. Because what, I got really carried away earlier on, um, booked an area in Wembley Box Park. No, I l- looked at um, the end of the season. If we're in and around the playoffs coming into the last three games, we've got Rotherham, Wickham and Birmingham. Do you know what I mean? Like that? that's an easy run in, in the grand scheme of things. So just we That's just my pick of
0: the three to go down. Yeah, that's and I think the three going down.
2: Exactly. And like, so if we, we've just got to stay in amongst it, so that this next month is massive and starting Wednesday. Huge, huge.
1: I, I you have got very far ahead of yourself there. May it's locked really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something to look forward to, got something to look forward to. Um I'll, I'll move the questions around because the next question feels pertinent then. Um if we were playing on Wednesday, we haven't run down Tuesday because I assume we always play on Tuesday. If we win on Wednesday, it feels like there's no looking back. All of a sudden, then, even with today's results, we're 11 points off the automatic places. A few, a few, a month ago, we were sort of 11, 12 points off the playoff places and thinking, God, that that was out of reach. Now we're just three points off the playoff places, 11 points off automatic. Oh, can we dream a little bit? Are we, you know, Tom already is a positive pod, Ben. Are you dreaming somewhat? You may as well just mute me now. <laughs>
2: I just, Oh, he did. Fair (laughs) play.
1: (laughs) Unmute yourself, Ben. Come back in the room. (laughs) Come back. Come back. We'll allow you a little bit of, a little bit of, not negativity, perspective.
0: Yeah, look, we're going to have a good go, but to get top, get the autos, that's sort of reddin esque in like 2011 season, 2011, 2012 season, isn't it? It's a fucking hell of a run to sort of push it to go for that. Um, But look.
1: But but this is what I'm saying. We said that, we said, yeah, that's, that, we true. said that, that a month ago. And, that, and in the space of a month, things have turned around massively. There's, more. There's what, three, four months left of the season. We've still got, I don't know how many games um, off the top of my head. We've still got 15, 16 games to go. It could happen, Ben.
0: That's what I'm, I'm saying. Still, I'm still trying to work, get my head around the fact that if we went on Wednesday, we'd go sixth. That's Thank blowing you. my mind enough. I can't really think about anything else because literally it still feels about two weeks ago where we were properly shit and I thought we're going mm-hmm.
2: down. Yeah, it felt the season was over, didn't it? Yeah, I know it just felt
0: like we were, we were in a real bad place that like he was. do was just going to be a rough ride to the end of the year. And all of a sudden, I'm watching it, and I, they're going, oh, I'm dreaming here. I'm getting carried away.
2: I'm getting carried away. And the, the one <laughs> thing is, is if we do go on a run, it's on a run against the teams around us. Yeah. So you don't know. If you go on a run, you don't know where you end up with that because you've got to beat those teams. So it's going to be an interesting running. Like, I can't... <laughs> We might actually be in a bit of form going into a Southfield Derby at some point if we put a run together. We might. Oh, we know. were
0: last time and it meant fuck all.
2: Oh, right, okay. Jesus, stop positive, Podman. Oh, when, um, is the, when is the when is when is the Derby? March, March isn't it? Twentieth or something, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it's not but that you, far away. No. I, I I yeah,
1: it's about three and a half weeks away. Um, I I wrote a question here which I've now. Deleted because I was trying. Oh no, it's there. I was um trying to jig things around during the pod. Live editing, boys. This is how we do it. Um, we've kind of Tom, we've we've been in a bit of flux this season, up and down with our form. There were bad runs, good runs. Can we bank on other teams having bad runs? It feels like we've got all of our bad not bad performances, but bad runs out of our system before Mick came in. Clubs like Bournemouth seem to be going through a little bit of it at the moment. Reading are what's three losses in their last five. Swansea lost today. Brentford lost three in a row. Bristol lost something like seven losses in a row or something like that. Can we bank on the other teams around us hitting some bad form?
2: I think everyone will from now in, from here into the end of the season. Like everyone's going to go on that little run. Like you said, Red in three in the bounce lost. Borough were horrific until the last two games. I think they hadn't won in like five or six. And I tell you what, Bournemouth, if they bring in Thierry Henry, which has been rumoured, they're not going anywhere near the top of that. It's such a gamble. It's ridiculous. 26% win percentage in MLS, yeah. uh, I think. Henry. Sounds well done. Good idea. But, um, yeah, like Brentford one. I didn't see the Brentford one come in. Like a couple of weeks ago, I thought they were going to piss the league. I thought they were going to win it comfortably. And now Thomas Frank looks rattled. He looks he hasn't it. got a clue, is he? he does no, not no. know what to do. No, and I <laughs> you know. You that's the one thing you're not going to see from... McCarthy—he's not going to look rattled no matter what's going on. Like we've got someone who's been there, done this. He's been through it before. He, nothing's going to phase him, and that—that that is a one strength we've got going forward now. That is making me feel a little bit more positive. I'm not—I know it sounds like getting, getting carried away. I—I I still think we might just miss out on playoffs, but it's fun being in the mix because we did not expect to be there.
1: It is fun being in the mix and, and looking closely at Bournemouth, Ben. Uh, coming up on Tuesday, they—they they lost LA at QPR. We've we talked about their management. They're in a bit of flux. Um, woodgate's currently in charge henri might be coming in with <clears throat> five games in a row wins they are lost win draw win lost so their forms are very much a mixed bag um what do you see as a good result on on wednesday um are you confident that we can get a win they've still got quality players Solanke. they've still got billing they've still got brooks i don't know who is an injured but we drew them earlier this season a win would be
0: brilliant but would you take a draw I'd take a draw, but if, oh Christ, a win would be massive and really sort of make a statement and sort of prove, like we said, sort of the teams we've played and got good results against, they've been sort of teams if at the start of the season we'd expect it to be beating anyway. You've got minnows in there like Rotherham, Coventry, a recent promoted side, and then a couple of small clubs like Luton and Bristol City. Um, They're teams you want to be beating, you expect to be beating if you want to be in and around the playoffs. This is where, if... My, we see how good we actually are and has this, is this system going to work long-term for us?
1: So what's your prediction for Bournemouth, Ben? <clears throat>
0: 2-0 City.
2: Tom? They look nervy at the moment. Like mm. you, you hear in comments from some of their fans saying this is an important moment in their history this season. They feel, I think there's, there's a feeling that if they don't do something this year, if they don't go up this year, that might be the end of it a little bit, which They'll I, a I big think
0: rebuild. With,
2: yeah. Yeah. It just, it, I didn't expect that to be fair, but I don't know. I, I think one all. I think it'll be
1: one all. All right, I'll go in the middle two one. I'm uh, not sure which team. <laughs> 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 um, and then Tom, looking looking beyond Bournemouth, obviously it's a our our um, re, reunion. I couldn't remember the word then. Reunion with Neil Warnock. Um, you, you talked about Middlesbrough's form recently. I, uh, I looked it up. They lost, draw, lost, lost, win, win. Um, two decent win recently, two decent wins recently, but you pointed out their, their possession stats are 36%. It's going to be a real
2: battle of the the, the purest football, isn't it? Yeah, you have the ball. <laughs> no, you yeah. have the ball. Um, yeah, it's going to be a weird game, I think, because it, it'll be the first time where it'll be two teams who play like almost an identical, play each other since McCarthy's taken over. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an impressive win from Borough today. They beat Huddersfield, who until they like, tonked Swansea, were bottom of the form table. So um I don't I don't know I'm not gonna to read too much into their the last two wins, but I just don't think it's gonna be a game for the pay risks, isn't it? Let's put it that way. I don't think it's gonna be an exciting one. No.
1: Um Ben, are you excited to see Warnock again? It'd be nice if we were in the stadium for this, wouldn't we? because he came back did he come back with Middlesbrough last year? I can't remember, or did we go to them?
0: We were up there for that that game, yeah, weren't yeah. we? Yeah, beat them up yeah. there, didn't we? Yeah. Um I'd we, I'd love for us to be there to sort of give them a welcome back because I think it'd be funny. He'd be quite a panto sort of thing, wouldn't it? He'd play it up to it a bit. Um, but I think it'd be just quite a nice response.
2: I think it'd be an unwelcome distraction. I think yeah. I don't think you want that. When we're in such like an important part of the season and you're like, all the lovey-dovey shit around. Like, we have a Ramsey every time he comes back with Arsenal. It, oh, this... when
0: he fucking scored that goal against us the first Premier League year, I wanted to die when our own fans
2: applauded him. Yeah, th- was... but this is what I mean. I don't want that shit going on do you know what I mean I'm quite glad we're away from it I think it might benefit us on the day
0: I do think though I don't think Warnock would be the centre of attention at that game I think yes. there's someone who's arrived at Melbourne more recently that I think the fans would have more fun with oh yeah Nathaniel Mendes-Chang Mendes-Chang <laughs> oh yeah
1: forgot about him <laughs> yeah um, I, that's why I put this in um, I mean
0: I don't know chance would sense. be amazing yeah, 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 yeah. If there's one crowd you want to sort of do something and sort of do something funny, when the Canton's good, the Canton is very good at stuff coming up with stuff on the quick. Maybe, you also- most of them, let's face it, have got experience in his 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 area expertise. So
1: allegedly, allegedly, what are you trying to say, Ben? They've all played wing. Not allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> They've all lived in Birmingham. <laughs> Um, I'm sure the, uh, the 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 match day DJ would probably find Grandmaster Flash White Lines to play as well. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah I would uh, look forward to the song choices.
1: Um, Middlesbrough—it's one of those games, isn't it, Tom? Um, like we talked, one for the purists. It could be—it's going to be a crack game of football. But do you, do you worry about them sneaking a win against us, or do you think Mick Mick's too too clever for that to happen?
2: I think it screams nil nil or one nil either way, doesn't it? Like. It's one of those ones where I just hope we start well and score early and just park the bus because I just can't see them breaking us down. Um, yeah, it's, it's first goal's key in that game, isn't it? And it's just not going to be pretty to watch. I do, I'm do. i not worried about it. I think we're in a good enough run at the moment that we, we could see them off. But if anyone's going to know how to beat us, it's, it's Big Neil, isn't it? Big Neil. Um,
1: let's go for a prediction then, Ben. Um, what's your prediction?
0: Screams nil nil to me. It screams a game that clouds to have 80% possession, to be honest. <laughs> Tom?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I the one. Yeah, I'll go nil nil. I, yeah, I can't see past nil nil. All
1: right. I'll go 1 0 Cardiff. Uh, big Keith. Big Keith with a header. Um, Running off the podcast this week is the usual view from Ninian Hall of Fame. Ben Price, um, how did the tweets go this week?
0: Um, no spelling mistakes. Just, oh, shit, no. just shit geography.
1: Fucking yeah. sabotage again. Yeah. Um I mean we know who won Ben, but do you wanna read
0: it out to us? So yeah, in last place, which I think was harsh, I thought he deserved more votes to be honest, is Kuhn's against Luton <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you, it was a shit choice. You deserve to be where you are with your fucking fifteen point seven percent. That is low, isn't it? That is low. I and mean, it, it
2: it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a good pick.
0: Oh, you don't give him shit for patronising you, but me. Nah, I'm sincere.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Piss off both of you. Um, Mr. Iping sabotage sabotaged, but still only managed 20, still got 22% of the vote. Um, the Warnock Day Jones scrap. I got the stadium wrong. My bad.
2: No one remembered it. Why would they vote for it? It didn't happen. <laughs> you made it up.
0: I genuinely thought it was when he was at QPR. I forgot it was when he was at Palace. That's fine, don't worry about it. He still lost anyway because the winner is the man that did what he wanted and made my Valentine's Day after I came back from Australia very memorable. Sat in the CCS in a sling, and what nine years on from that, he's made it just as special. Peter Whittingham scoring from a corner makes me win and makes me happy.
1: Peter Wittingham, Nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so Ben, that takes you up to what that six wins for you now. Seven, I think. Um, oh, I know, I Tommy's to coming it. up your tail and leaving me languishing in third place. Maybe. Um, not that I care. This is, you know, I, you know, I'm the fall guy in all this, and I'm happy to be the fall guy. Um, so, Ben, as you won, um, you get to go first this week with your nomination for the VFTN HOF.
0: I almost went really big, and I realised mm. I can't do this. I can't do what I was going to do and do a wits one like consecutive weeks. It feels like I'm trying too hard to become man of the people they have been too forced and people have seen right through me. So I was going to go for a picture of Sol Bamba when he's at like Lab 22 in the green suit from his birthday a few years ago, just because it's an iconic picture. And I love it. it makes me laugh every time. Instead, I'm going with Jay Bothroyd's goal against QPR in the last year of Dave Jones's reign. Something the year that Neil Warnock and Dave Jones had a fight that I thought... <laughs>
1: It was that different wasn't seasons, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was know,
0: totally yeah. different seasons. It was di- different clubs, it was different clubs, different stadiums, different time of life. I just got it wrong.
1: Ben, but using yeah. up your, your nomination time here.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a at <laughs> Tom. But yeah, that goal was just fantastic. It was a hot... Was it? I think it was May, wasn't it? It was like... It April, was May. April time. Yeah, it was one of the last games of the season. I remember I was... I couldn't get the day off work that day, so I stuck it on. I was working at a golf club, and... Um, I was pulling a pint, I scored that, and as I'm pulling a pint, I screamed in the then club captain's face, fucking yes. And I got in a lot of trouble for that and it was worth it. So that's why it's getting nominated for the Hall of Fame.
1: Um, just l- looking up the the, res- the, the results, the, the, the post-match press conference from that game, uh, Cardiff took QPR to the cleaners, said Dave Jones. Um, we didn't. We it. drew to all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Dave. Whatever you say, kid. Um, Tarap's score that day was pretty good as well, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Bellamy's was decent as well. Yeah, ridiculous a, game was, of football. It was a really good game of football. Yeah.
1: Good football all around. Good football all around. A really from...
0: Sunny, hot day. And I was sat there pulling pints for bastards.
1: I got the train down with the QPR players the day before because I'd been in London. Um, not with them, but I was on the same train as them. Um, they were getting on at Paddington. They all looked very happy. I'm going to try and find the highlights now while we're on the call. Uh, Tom, you can go next because I'm trying to find the highlights.
2: To be fair, I've gone relatively big. I was thinking Cardiff, Borough, got to link, link something. And then I was like, the time we lost 3-0, probably won't pick that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've gone with the FA Cup quarterfinal. Um, I remember being in my living room running around like a lunatic when the second goal went in. But it's, it's just like, it was just such a perfect performance, you know, playing against a Premier League team, having Whittingham and Johnson on the score sheet. And it was comfortable. What a comfortable way to get to a semi-final of an FA Cup. And it was just such an exciting time to be a Cardiff fan. And, you know, I'm quite excited at the moment under Mick McCarthy and it's the most buoyant I've been in a long time as well. So it kind of reminds me of back then. So, yeah, I've gone big. I need the win. So I've got an FA Cup quarter-final win against Borough. It was good. I mean,
1: the goals that day were... Johnson's diving header was particularly spectacular. Oh, that's lovely,
2: lovely stuff, wasn't um... it?
1: I've gone probably quite big as well. Um, yeah. And it's only because we're playing him this week. Um, so I'm going back to the end of the Premier League year. Um, we've already been relegated. We're going to Old Trafford for a lovely day out. About 4,000 Cardiff fans having a lovely time at the ground. Um, I was convinced we were going to win that day. I knew we'd get a penalty and I put money on us getting a penalty and Bobby Reid scoring it. Um, but instead, Mendez Lang st- st- stood up and, and took the penalty and then scored the second goal as well. Um, I just remember us absolutely rinsing Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as he walked around at the end of his lap of honour at the end of the so day. So fun. And all of us just booing him. Um, so I'm going to go for Nathaniel mendes Langs two goals at Old Trafford to run off the Premier League year because it was such a fun day out and we beat Old Man United at Old Trafford on a hot summer's day. That's a big three this week. Big three. It's going to be a tough vote. As usual, the vote will go live on our Twitter page at VFT Ninian. Um, ben, what day is it going live? Because it we went Friday this week, didn't it? all
2: over the place, Ben Price. <laughs>
0: yeah. Come on now, man. <laughs> What day are you going for this week? Saturday. Okay, I, I like keeping people on their toes. That's all it is. It's just making sure people are sort of aware of it. It's not that I totally forget to do about it while I'm in the middle of a million other things. We've all got day jobs, Ben. We're all working. I'll try Wednesday.
1: <laughs> That's all we need to hear. It will,
0: it will be Wednesday because I'm off on Wednesday, so it will be Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday. So keep an eye out to it, page.
1: VFT ninian that's at twitter vft ninian look out for the hashtag VFTNHOF, and ben price will do it this week with no spelling mistakes so i hear um i'm guaranteed
0: i'll get the location right and mendes lang will probably have scored a hybrid
1: yeah you probably will put that in um as usual you can find us on the social pages uh vftn VFT Ninion. If you like what you do, you can find us on ko-fi.com. That's kofi.com forward slash VFT Ninian. You can give us a bit of money there because we do this thing for free, guys. We do this all for free. Uh, we've got a big week this week, haven't we, lads? A um, couple of big interviews coming. A um, couple of big players. We've got Mark Hudson on the podcast. Um, that'll be coming out midweek. Um, this podcast will come out, obviously, on Monday. Then we'll get the podcast out midweek. And we've also got. Big Ben Turner, who's going live on the website this week as well. Uh, Scott Johnson got round to speaking to the, the the gentle giant himself. So two Cardiff City icons, would you say, Ben?
0: Yeah, it's sort of one of my favourite centre-back pairings of all time. Just absolutely loved both of them. The master of this goal from the halfway line, the master of the Diag, mm-hmm. on Cardiff City's favourite website and Sky Sports' favourite Cardiff oh, City website. Oh, oh.
2: Sky Sports' favourite podcast, Tom, how did that feel? Oh, it's big, wasn't it? Especially when they got the name wrong. Um, (laughs) 10 years cultivating this brand. (laughs) Yeah, I was sat there just kind of like half listening. It's like, oh, I know that podcast. I'm on that. It's quite exciting. (laughs) That sounds just like my podcast, but different. (laughs) Yeah. I might give it a listen.
0: I was in bed. I was in bed and my phone blew up. Everyone's like, oh, you've just been mentioned. I was like, oh, no, I feel surprised. I was
2: doing the washing up. I'm surprised how many people still watch after the game is finished. Yeah. Yeah. I went and did the washing up for that reason. <laughs> yeah. I ready
1: to watch this now. I, now I've learnt. Now I learnt to watch it. Um, also, by the way, as an aside, how great is Keith Andrews's hair? Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? For a man, I think he's. I will look up his age, but I think he's about forty. Um, those curls, my God!
2: His head's like a triangle. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really like a weird. It like kind of just goes from a pointy <laughs> chin to a really weird, cornered head. Keith uh, Keith Andrews Keith.
1: Yeah, he's got some lovely hair. Um, that's by the by. Um, Saturday night. We don't normally record
0: this on a Saturday night, Ben. We, we hear you're doing an escape room after this. I am. They've just got started the Zoom call downstairs. Um, they're having a bit of a gossip. My dog's trying to get in, if you can hear that in the background. He's desperate to come in. So yeah, it's um, all kicking off. It's a wild Saturday for me. And then we've got a sports bar tomorrow as well, which is we're recording tonight. So she just in Sports Bar. Um, I don't know why we're giving a shout out for another podcast.
1: They don't fucking need it. They've got do they? forty thousand downloads. The so fucking yeah,
2: 40, an episode. Yeah, it's I'm a glad lot, lot fans lot. are going to get up to, us up to those numbers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> read the listen words. To, I'll I'll happily call, podca-
2: call, podca- call
0: every every one of you an like FOPC and just tell you to fuck off as well.
1: Also, if if you listen to our podcast once, well, just listen to it ten times because that counts as more listens and um, boost our ad revenue. Um, let's round off the podcast with a little shout out for the academy side, uh, guys. Um, they've been doing well, haven't they? And it was a big win for them today, Tom.
2: Huge, yeah. Beat the Jacks under 18s we... 2 1. It's weird, isn't it? We've gone from being depressed to looking at our first team under Harris, so we kind of look at the academy just you know for a bit of joy, and there was none there. Um, but suddenly we're winning all over the shop, the whole club's transformed so. You know we've got youth on the bench that's the thing as well we've got players not been involved in some of those games because they're in the first team squad as well and we're still winning games so it looks like good times for the club at the moment Ben how important is it that uh, we, we
1: get those results to go over Swansea in the youth side it's kind of you know bragging rights isn't it but it also shows that we're advancing as a as a youth system.
0: I don't know about any other true football fan but they're the games that matter most to me so you know they can have that win in November december time wherever it was this is the one that really matters the under eighteens. And that's so, it that's the real quiz yeah fucking have that you bastards
1: and i think that's a good place to leave the podcast uh, keep an eye out this week on our, our social pages keep an eye on where you get your podcast because there'll be a lot of content coming from us this week thanks for listening as always ben enjoy your escape room i shall tom i don't know what you're doing but enjoy it uh, curry in a can for me oh lovely enjoy nice. it <laughs> ta-ra ta-ra